gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of It's a Bet, presented by 10,000 Takes on the Fan. We are, of course, 10,000 Takes, a digital entertainment company based out of the Twin Cities here in Minnesota, specializing in events, entertainment, sports, outdoors, everything in Minnesota and beyond in a humorous and comedic light. And this is our sports betting show, where we, I think, go over everything really regarding sports betting to our best of our ability and give you the expert quote-unquote air quote analysis into sports betting. So we hope you enjoy it, um, especially if you are uh, have listened to the show before. We appreciate you, and if you're new to the show, well, we hope that you can stick along with us throughout the hour because we got a jam-packed show. I am, of course, JJ Journalist Jake. I am joined by Bossman. Bossman, what's going on? How are you doing? Well, uh, it's tough because we don't have Wags. Wags has been yeah. kind of dipping in and out of surfacing out of the accounting world. For those of you accountants out there, he's doing the, the Q3 filing, which I don't understand what that means or what that is. But every time he says filing, I just assume he's putting pieces of paper into a filing cabinet. Yeah. And he's just doing that for 24 hours straight mm-hmm. for three weeks. But I'm guessing it's a little more complicated. It's a little than more that. digital, maybe now. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, it was last week was one of the better episodes of the show, strictly because we're getting closer to uh, being back from the dog days of sports. To the football bit. Yeah, so football's coming back. Um, You know, you're hearing rumblings about hockey. You know, Kirill's back in the U.S., so you you get some more... you know, training content and whatnot. You know, I I've never Get been more, more yeah. never been more invested in sports in my life than I am now. So these last few months have kind of been brutal, but it's good to see stuff coming back. You know, preseason football's on um, strictly on weekends, which I'm totally cool with. Yeah, we're in the height of preseason football season, but at least you can bet on it. I think isn't every game literally set at the same spread? Yep. Because like you just don't, we don't. Know. Yeah, that's what we talked about last week. All the odds are are the same. All the spreads are the same. Over unders are within six points. Spreads are within two and a half points. Week one, at least, because there's no data. Like this is this is the closest our expertise gets to the bookmakers in Vegas and the odds makers because literally it's preseason. It's a total crapshoot. Uh, but that's what makes it fun. You know, it's like you versus all the other betters. It's like screw that. It's all chance. It's all luck. This is where. Dumb people like us actually stand a chance to beat the good, the good sports betters because there's it's it's just it, who knows. Yeah, it's great. It, it's it's the a same great thing. Time. Will be preseason hockey. It'll be the same story. Yeah, honestly, like I mean, it's already fun to sports bet when it means something, but when it's just a crapshoot like this, it's almost better. It's almost more fun because yeah. you that's literally the essence of gambling, not yeah. knowing what's going to happen. You you can. Because sometimes you might feel like you're at a disadvantage. Like I don't know a lot about this, so I don't know how to pick the game. Well, in or who to pick or whatnot in preseason football. If you want to get into sports betting, this is the time to do it because you literally have you literally need to have no knowledge of it whatsoever. But yeah, we, like I said, we have a fun show coming up in the next hour. Here, you're listening to It's a Bet presented by Ten Thousand Takes on the Fan. We are going to go over bad beats, uh, like horror, betting horror stories. I should say they're, they're always fun to talk about. Then we have, I should say, the superficial NFL draft where we will draft, uh, kind of do a snake draft, like like fantasy football. So this is the time of year for fantasy football. So we're going to draft NFLers and NFL players based on reasons outside of football. So that's going to be very interesting. And then we're going to wrap up the show with, would you bet on it? But right before we get into our bad bets here, bad beat or betting horror stories, I should say, I want to talk about an event we have coming up on Saturday, August 20th. We have 10,000 takes, and the Twins are essentially partnering on a cup snake 
a cup snake night, cup snake event. If you do not know what that is, well, I encourage you to go to our socials or look on our website, 10ktakesmn.com. Go to our events tab. You'll kind of see more on what it's about. But it's essentially connecting uh, a bunch of cups together that people have have come together. It's a community thing, and they stack it together. It looks like a giant snake, hence the name snake. And we're doing that with the Minnesota Twins. We have done it before with the St. Paul Saints twice now, this year and last year. We did it with the Wild last fall. Uh, You can look up just Minnesota Wild 10K Cup Snake. It should come up, but we're doing one with the Twins Saturday, August 20th. You can get your tickets now. It comes with a loaded value, $15 loaded concession value, so obviously that you should be buying a refreshment with that, whether that be a beer or pop to start the Cup Snake out. And then on top of that, also $5 goes back to the Minnesota Twins Community Fund. And if you don't know rapper, platinum artist, I should say, Sammy Adams, uh, with the hit all night longer, of course. He'll be joining us for that Cup Snake, um, uh, for that Twins game on Saturday, August 20th. That's Saturday night game against the Texas Rangers. But if you go to our website, 10k10ktakesmn.com, go to our events tab, you'll see that link for the Minnesota Twins Cup Snake, and you can buy your tickets now. So do that. Join us for that Saturday, August August 20th. But that's going to be a good time. But anyway, let's get right into it. Bad beats, sports betting horror stories. Let's get right into it. Bossman. What do you got? Yeah, so uh, we're obviously pumped that football is coming back, not just NFL, but we have college football. And uh, college football, for those of you who aren't betters, uh, even just fans of it, know that they're higher scoring games. There's more that can happen. Um, I'm not, it's not that the players are less disciplined, but there's just the difference in skill level between like the best team and the worst team in the NFL is nothing compared to the best team in college football and the worst team in college football. Prime example is this year coming up, the Gophers are 34 and a half point favorites against New Mexico state. And it's an example we've used all summer long mm-hmm. there. It's, it's insane. So there's just some, there's just some, some stuff that happens in the betting world. That's just, it just blows your mind. But here's one story. So last year, TCU and Baylor played and the line for the over under total points between both teams is 48 and a half. And uh, they didn't score a single touchdown in regulation. Final score, 9-9 at the end of four, so they go to overtime. They hit the over-under in overtime. They got all touchdowns. Ended up, I think they ended up scoring like 50-some points total. Wow. It was insane. Uh, and I'm sorry if you had that under. I'm very sorry for you because uh, you thought you had it in the bag when it was 9-9. Three field goals for each team in regulation, no touchdowns. You think that you just won by 30 points. You thought you were the smartest guy in the room. Because everybody's probably taking the over. So you're like, yeah. oh, I took the I under. I mean, I didn't think unders existed in college football. Mm. They, they always hit the yeah. – there's so much freaking scoring in college mm. football. They hit the over every time. So, uh, which this was actually an, an under that was smart at one point. And uh, because of college football's, let's just say, the backyard-style overtime rules. Yeah. It yeah. was just it was just a shootout, and well, they hit the over. So. What, what what was the over that game? Uh, it say? it was forty eight and a half. Jeez, and they're at eighteen. And it was eighteen. You're like, okay, you're still feeling pretty good. Like, you're like, they're like not gonna go that. No, yeah, far. you're you're like eventually someone will stop, right? Yeah. No, no, no one did. So yeah. yeah. Whoever, yeah, I guarantee someone somewhere in the sports betting world placed a huge wager on the under. They were obviously feeling good, and that happens. That just yeah. that's scary stuff. It happens all over the all over the sports betting world. But you're listening to it's a bet. Presented by 10,000 Takes on the Fam. We're going over bad beats or sports betting horror stories, I should say. Yeah, I'll go next year. So, a this one's kind of funny. So, this is a, a Canadian businessman lost, I think, $517,000 in Canadian money 
Um, that translates well, to doll, that's they have dollars, right? Yeah, it's Canadian dollars, <laughs> yeah, Canadian money, whatever. I, they stole I, our word. Whatever. I, I don't care. They're, they're they're Canada, and then that so that translates to three hundred sixty eight thousand six hundred twenty eight U S dollars. So a lot of money. Uh, he bet on a best of three game of rock paper scissors, um, and he lost. But the uh, he was not. He didn't. Fortunately, he did not have to pay up because that whatever what what I heard was. The Quebec Court of Appeals upheld an earlier ruling that the stakes were excessive. So <laughs> he didn't have so to was, pay it. Was he playing? I, I think he was. Uh, so no, I think he he. I think he was. No, I don't think he was playing. I think he bet on a game of rock paper scissors. Is this like an official league or is I, I think a matchup I, or are these I, just two people? I'm, just... I'm, I, it might have been between like just two people, and then they went to court over it. <laughs> And, and I guess, I think dude, bet if, on it. if you have the money to put up 300K on a game of rock, paper, scissors, of course, if you lose, you have the money to hire a lawyer and basically say this was BS. And, and, but I think, and you know what? It might have been a league because you can bet on rock, paper, scissors like online and they're well, like professional leagues, but yeah, they do have ultimate tag. Yeah. So, so, I, so uh, it might have been rock, a league. Rock, paper, scissors wouldn't be too far off. But then the Quebec Court of Appeals were like, no, that the state, these, these, they're too excessive this for a just, game of rock, paper, scissors. This is for just a child's aggressive. Game. This is so stupid. First off, sir, shame on you for being such a filthy degenerate. Yeah. Right. Se- Did, second off, he, this is just outrageous. This, des- ma- this makes our country look bad. Yeah. He deserves it, This is, makes Canada look bad. Mm-hmm. This, the people are just going to keep making more jokes, but that that's that's still a horror story. The fact that you bet that much on it, lose it on a child's game, and but you're lucky you didn't have to pay up, I guess. So in the yeah. end, maybe it was a good story. Well, still moronic. I have another uh, college football one. This one even more heartbreaking than the last. Mm. Uh, the last one for those of you who missed it was TCU and Baylor playing, not scoring a single touchdown in regulation, being thirty points under the over under and uh, hitting it in overtime. This one's even worse. So last year, Louisville was minus 30 on the point spread against Eastern Kentucky. For those of you who don't know betting, that means they had to win by at least 30 points to cover. And uh, they were up 30-3 to with 10 minutes left in the fourth, returning a punt. So you thought, okay, this is in the bag. They've been dominating all game. They'll get a field goal at worst. We'll cover, at least push, at the very least. Uh, they actually had a punt return. Their punt returner broke, you know, past the other team. Was flying down the end zone or flying down the field, getting my terms confused. I'm way out of pocket with mm. college football. We're getting mm. back. I'm getting back in the swing of it. Anyways, he's flying down the field on a punt return, drops the ball on the one yard line. You know, and it wasn't like it was like an intentional fumble. Like he thought he was in the end zone. He was dropping it. Like, you know how the players run in the end zone, they drop it once they're right. in the end zone, then yep. they start celebrating. Mm-hmm. He did that on the one, and it was oh. rule of the fumble. The other yep. team picks it up. I'm not sure what happened after that, but the final score was 30 to 3. No one scored after that, so I'm guessing. I'm guessing uh, Eastern Kentucky, who they played, maybe ate up all ten minutes of that clock and made it down the field. Maybe didn't quite get a touchdown, but uh, Louisville couldn't answer after that. Which, yeah, how do you come back from that? I, how do you score after after screwing up that bad? Yeah, wide open punt return, mm-hmm. drops it on the one, and I think there was another famous play in the NFL where something like that happened. I think it was Terrell Owens. Yeah, no, it, the Cowboys who did the old like 
drop the ball before you enter the and, and Deshaun Deshaun Jackson's done that too yeah. before. I, I'm pretty sure like an Eagle did it. Yeah. It was probably Deshaun that Jackson. Deshaun I've definitely Jackson. seen it a couple times. Terrell in Owens NFL. has definitely yeah. done it because he's just a cocky son yep. of a gun. Mm-hmm. But this happened in college football and not I mean this didn't really cost Louisville anything. They still mm-hmm. won the game by twenty seven mm-hmm. points. But that guy pissed off a lot of sports bettors mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. And this was a story from Reddit. And there yeah. was a lot of people who apparently had that spread. Well, yeah, because I'm assuming the yeah. What was the spread on it, it again? Minus thirty Louisville oh, against, gosh. against <laughs> Eastern like Kentucky. Yeah. Probably like a so D two team. So everybody's definitely taking the spread on that. Honestly, so I'm yeah that that sucks. It, like that, especially when it comes down to a play like this, as simple as it's like I would be paranoid. I don't care how how much of a lead I have. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make sure I'm into the end zone before yeah. I drop that football. So this is this is your reminder, folks. A lot of these players who you watch on college football aren't good enough for the NFL. So you're kind of dealing with. I mean, obviously, college football players are very good, but there's also some there's some chance for some extracurricular activity in college football that you don't that you don't see a lot of pros do, including returning punts and just intentionally dropping the ball on the one yard line to miss the spread. Yeah, so just just be just be knowledgeable going into college yeah. football season this year that, yeah, that enter stuff with will caution. happen. And proceed yeah. with caution. Proceed with caution when these, you place these large some bets. Of these kids are idiots. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're college kids. They're amateurs right now. So let, they're drunk all the time. That's yeah. what college kids do, right? Exactly. So they're gonna drop the ball at the one thing and they're in the end zone. So right. just just call just just be cautious when you're placing bets here. But you're listening Listening to It's a Bet, presented by 10,000 Takes on the fan. We may have time for one more here. So, But my uh, my other sports betting horror story. So this was the 2014 Bahamas Bowl. And, oh, and they, he didn't just, this man did not disclose how much he of a bet he placed. Um, but he placed a large bet on Western Kentucky to um, hit the spread, minus three. Okay, so they have to win by more than three points. Um, and Western Kentucky was ahead... Was beating Central Michigan forty nine to fourteen going into the fourth quarter, right? So okay. seems it's like a, a sure it's, thing. It's a what a thirty five point lead, and he has them on the spread minus three. Let's just say Central Michigan came back, and it was forty nine to forty two. Western Kentucky still had the lead, but there was one second left. And I don't know if you never remember the. Uh, this might actually uh, Vikings fans might remember this guy's name, Cooper Rush. Oh yeah, he, he played. He was like the backup last year for Dallas when he came in for for Dak and somehow beat the Vikings. Yeah, that was a Mike horror Summer. story on yeah, Halloween. Exactly, but Cooper Rush was the quarterback at the time for Central Michigan. Throws a hell mary with one second left in the fourth quarter, and and not only he didn't hit, he didn't meet the end zone. They caught it at the twenty, but they lateraled it. They lateraled it like three times and it, they scored barely. And, but this better was saying in, in, in his, like in his, I guess is uh, whatever it was is um, are talking about it. He's like, yeah, okay, well they'll kick a field goal and tie it up. <laughs> we'll go to overtime. We can still hit they the spread. They went for two, didn't they? They went for two and they missed it. So Western <laughs> Kentucky still won, but they won 49 to 48, missing the spread by two points. So this guy placed a large wager and and lost it. To talk about a bad horror story, I'm glad all, all all of our stories were basically around college football because yeah. this is call this is why you should actually stay away from college football. Yeah, this is college football and this is sports betting, but just be cautious. Just be cautious. But that was betting horror stories. We have the superficial NFL draft, I should say, coming up where Got we draft I'm NFLers. So excited for this. Yes, outside of football reasons, but that's coming up. You're listening. To it's a bet presented by Ten Thousand Takes on the Fan. Welcome back to It's a Bet, presented by 10,000 Takes on the Fan. I'm JJ, joined by 
boss man today. Just us two, but we just went over bad beats or sports betting horror stories. So there was some interesting ones specifically regarding college football, and we're hitting that season. So it's only appropriate to talk about that. But but yes, yeah, so just approach college football season betting with caution. But coming up, though, we have a pretty interesting segment here. We're going to be drafting. Oh, it's, it's fantasy football season, so it's, it's, it's only appropriate we do this. But we're going to be drafting NFLers, do a snake draft, but draft players outside of football reasons. So strictly not on statistics or, or anything related to their football talent, but based on reasons outside of football. But before we get into that, I want to talk to you about our friends at Better Edge. We are talking about sports betting, so if it's getting you in the mood to sports bet, but you don't really have a solid option because you're maybe in a state that's illegal or where it's illegal to sports bet, or you just don't want to deal with casinos and them taking a lot of, of your profit. But we want to tell you about our friends over at Better Edge. So Better Edge, you create, you you are the market. It is created by the people of the app. You can bet each other head to head if you want to. You bet against other sports bettors. You can create the line. You can create the spread, and you can even um, set the odds on 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 money line as well. Or you can just simply bet on what the odds makers have in Vegas as well. But you can set everything, and the people decide the market in the app. It's pretty neat. It's pretty cool, and you make a hundred percent back that you earn if you do win a bet. So we encourage you to sign up for Better Edge today. That's B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E.com. And when you use promo code 10K10K, you get a free $20 upon sign up when you, of course, verify your ID. So make sure you have your ID handy. But again, sign up for Better Edge. That's B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E.com. Come join, come join us on this app. Come see how bad we actually are placing uh, a bets because there's a social media feature with it where you can share bets and everything like that. It's going to be fun. Um, but anyway, join Better Edge. Use promo code 10K10K upon sign up to get a free $20. You can start betting on today. It's free money. Let's go. All right. Let's get into our, our segment, uh, drafting NFLers outside of football reasons. You're listening to It's a Bet presented by 10,000 Takes on the Fan. JJ Bossman here. All right. So is there? do we want to brawl out on who should take the first overall pick? It doesn't matter to me. I mean, just to reiterate it, folks, we're doing a fantasy football draft. The only difference is we're drafting them for non-football related yeah. reasons. So none of these, none of your logic can involve skill, football yep. skill at all. No, not at all. So all uh, right, you can go first. All right, okay. Let's uh, do let's do the chime though. All right, yeah. The 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 uh, artificial one. Ding 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 ding. With the first overall pick in the fantasy football draft for players. Drafting players for non-football related reasons. I, JJ, myself, select Kirk Cousins. Oh, okay. I'm excited. And, and I mean, people people know me. Of course, I'm biased. So of course, I'm uh, picking Kirk Cousins. But the guy can sing. The guy is a natural talent. You take him out of side of football. People say he has no swag, you know. But I, I say, I say, no swag is his swag because you know what? The guy can sing. He was in a musical right back that 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 uh, that video resurfaced. We helped resurface that a couple years ago of him singing. We might have to nice resurface musical. that again. By the way, it's been too long since people have talked about Kirk's golden pipes. Yeah, yeah exactly. And like, it, I'm surprised it hasn't been resurfaced. It was it was barely it was barely like hit on before that. No one really talked about it, and and we resurfaced it. But it's essentially in, in a musical of Oklahoma singing "Pretty Woman." It's great. And then he also. Covered Blink One Eighty Two with his brother. Mm-hmm. He can sing. He, he can play in some instruments. Like 
the guy is is a natural talent outside of football. This guy could make a life as a musician. Yeah, screw the golden arm. We want the golden pipes. Exactly, he's beautiful. That's what voice. it's all about. He's got a beautiful voice. And can we talk about he's he's in a you know pizza ranch commercials? The guy loves pizza. And he loves pizza ranch. So I gotta I gotta go with with Kirk Cousins, and those are my reasons. All right, fair so, enough. All right, dun, 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 dun. with the second overall pick in the fantasy football draft. For non-related football reasons, boss man selects. Uh, let's go Christian McCaffrey because okay. he gets paid to not play football. Mm-hmm. He actually gets paid to sit, yeah. which is my dream. So <laughs> uh, McCaffrey's been hurt the last few years, hasn't really played a lot of football, and uh, he's making a big big amount of money doing it. So I'm jealous of that. I, I wish I could get paid a lot to do minimal work. And uh, Christian is out there living our dreams. So keep chasing your dreams, Christian. Hey, keep chasing our dreams. Yeah, right. Hey, jealousy. He, That's pro- he, he probably wants to play, but if I were yeah. him, I wouldn't. He's not risking more injury. Like, he's literally, in the, what was it, the last two years, he's pretty much been out. Yep. Like, he's barely played, and he's, like, the highest paid running back in the NFL. Like, he's still signing contracts, like, yeah. heavily injured. Yep. But he's I'm, just, yeah. But he's good, though. He's a bird with he's a clipped, he's, a, he's got a clipped wing. He's a, he's a, he's a big football guy. But yeah, no, that's a good reason. He also wears uh, he wears he wears male sports bras as well. Yeah, he does. Oh wow, yeah, he does. Yeah, oh, like wow. the same thing the soccer players wear. Oh damn, I don't know why. I just okay. I just I always see people going after him on the internet for that. It's so. like dude, no, dude, it, it probably helps him in his in his sweat. I mean, he's the best. Okay, people are going after this guy, and he's getting paid like mil- hundreds of millions of dollars to not do anything, to not do anything. And when he does play, he's an absolute stud on the field. So obviously, the the male sports bra is doing something, you yep. know, with aerodynamics or something mm-hmm. like that. All right. You're listening to It's a Bet, presented by 10,000 Takes on the Fan. Going over fantasy football draft, drafting players for non-football-related reasons. All right. Dean, 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 dean. With the third overall pick in the fantasy football draft for non-football-related reasons, I, JJ, myself, select Elvin Kamara. All right. So for re- Where are you going with this? No, not, not for the reasons that you think. Okay. Every as we know, Alvin Kamara was uh was uh you know he was uh, uh what was he accused or not accused? He punched like what eight dudes and in, in no he, he punched eight yeah. dude like eight times. Yeah, he almost killed a man in, in Vegas. Okay, so this might be this might get me canceled. I'm not I'm not picking him for that. Uh, let's I just want to get that straight. But just the mere fact of me picking Alvin Kamara for non football related reasons might get me canceled. But no, uh, apparently he has grills worth a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, if not more. So he's got some money in his teeth. And yep, and and yeah. So I'm glad you got it. It's not like a Traeger grill no. or an actual like grill where you cook. That a would bunch have of aligned steak. with your first pick, Kirk Cousins. That would have. But... Kirk might actually have a hundred thousand dollar grill. Yeah, if sure anyone that... in Minnesota can afford that kind of dad level grill, it's probably Kirk. But but I got to respect the bling. Um, someone who has apparently in some interviews. Last year, he wouldn't disclose how much his some of his bling was, specifically his grills. And uh, he said, let's just say uh, it's upwards to over $100,000. Now, I know that Justin Jefferson has expensive grill as well. I'm curious to see what level he's at. I'm going to Google it yeah. quick. See like how much it, how expensive it because like I, apparently like, Alvin Kamara like spends hundreds of thousands of dollars on on grills for his teeth just to uh, uh, 200k. Oh wow, Justin Jefferson. So there's a guy out there with. With more, more expensive grills, and he's a Minnesota guy, Jake. What do you say about that? I, I don't that? know. Well, Evan Kamara. Um, I don't think you did the research before I, the pick. Well, no, I did some research, but he 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 just said they said uh, he never disclosed actually how much his uh, 
exactly how much they were. He just said they're they're over 100k. Okay, that's all he oh, said. Oh, he said over. Okay, he said over. Well, he, maybe he they're 200k. Maybe maybe yeah. JJ and Kamara go to the same grill guy. Yeah, maybe they go. To some, not Kirk's grill guy. Not not Kirk. Yeah, not Different the same guy. guy. But apparently, like he was uh, super influenced by Flavor Flav back in the day with all the bling and everything. But I got I respect someone with little little fashion and not caring about what they you know what they put in their teeth. And those grills are crazy. I personally wouldn't wear them. But see, it really pains me particularly to see pictures of these guys wearing grills because I have extremely sensitive teeth mm-hmm. and i know that they designed these to probably not make you feel anything at all i also grew up having braces so i'm just used to like ha- like thinking of metal in my mouth just it just it's not gonna go go well when there's a glass cold glass of water maybe warm food it's just gonna hurt so i feel like these things are just gonna make your teeth more sensitive but that's just yeah. that's just my middle class opinion i i would never yeah i'll never know what it's like to have this much money in my mouth yeah exactly that's what she said but whatever i, I respect that whatever if you want to get girls in your mouth uh <laughs> that's not like girls yes. grills grills although alvin Kamara, that might be happening but i'm talking about grills here the thing goes on your teeth. So yeah. Alvin Kamara is my 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 second pick. All right. You're listening to It's a Bet, presented by 10,000 Takes on the Fan. All right. Dun, 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 dun. With the fourth overall pick in the fantasy football draft for non-football-related reasons, Bossman selects. So I got Zach Wilson because I'm a big fan of the the uh, movie series American Pie. Yeah. And uh, it's great to see that we have a real-life Finch. And uh, if you're not aware, the series Finch is always the one hooking up with Stifler's mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach Wilson has been noted to hook up with moms as well, and uh, I respect him for it. So non-football related reasons, I'm going to go with Zach Wilson because he gets all the moms. He's got yeah. that dog in him. He's, he's the mom. He's the milf guy, I guess. Yep. But he, he he has a Stifler Stifler vibes and a Stifler look, but he clearly has the Finch personality. He has the the the, the Finch desires. The, yeah. The, yeah. Because Stifler obviously wasn't successful in that department in the movies, and Finch was, and so no, I think that's an excellent reason outside of it because he was making all the uh, all the headlines and everything. So he, he was the NFL offseason. Yeah, he was. Well, people were sitting there; they could tell they're just sitting there waiting for something to come up. They're like, "Oh, we got to jump on this." Zach Wilson, uh, do allegedly doing his best friend's or his mom's best friend, running with this. Mm-hmm. So it's a good, it's a good bit. Great bit, Zach Wilson. All right, doon 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 doon. With the fifth overall pick in the fantasy football draft for non-football-related reasons, I myself, JJ, selects Aaron Rodgers, and because like I'll, I'll never, I would never draft Aaron Rodgers for football reasons because I'm not a fan of him, uh, or I'm not a fan of his team, I should say. Um, but off the field, I've come around on him a little more. Yeah, what I like about Aaron Rodgers, he doesn't give a hoot about what, about what anyone thinks about him, despite. Having a, a man bun yep. or dressing like Nick Cage's Con Air style, I should say, walking up the training camp. And, or having and, a tattoo that looks like you dropped acid before someone did it on you. Yep. Or or dating someone named Blue Earth. Right. Um, who might be a witch. Who is allegedly a witch. Allegedly a may witch. May or may not be a witch. May or may not have been born between the years of 1990 and 1995. Yeah. Or, yeah, or like 1600 <laughs> yeah. to... to to 1995, something like that. But uh, and showing his toe on camera is another thing, and the then also, toe. and then also telling, I think it was uh, Hub, Hub Arkush, uh, that that journalist that he's a bum. Um, when he said he wasn't voting for him for MVP, he just said he's a bum. He just uh, is, is no give an S attitude off the field. Uh, gets my vote to put him on my fantasy football team for non-football related reasons. So, all right, 
Doon, 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 with the six, right? Six? Yeah. Six, six overall pick in the NFL fantasy football draft for non-football related reasons. Boss man selects. So I got to go with Tom Brady because not only does he have a very gorgeous wife, Giselle, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, but he uh, has the largest broadcasting contract of all time waiting for him when he's done playing football. And, uh, I mean, I hate the way he did like the whole retirement thing. Yeah. The the way he retired for like two months and then just waited for everyone to say nice things about him and then came back. Yeah. But, uh, it's pretty cool that he's going to be involved in football for years to come and he's going to be doing it on the broadcasting side. Right. I think Fox signed him to like a $90 million contract or something stupid. Yeah. They already just signed him to it. Yeah. He he hasn't retired yet. He hasn't called a single game yet, but he owns the, or he's the heir to the largest broadcasting contract in history so it'd be really nice to know that when you retire from something you're already the best at that you're going to be the best at something else without even having to do it first i wish i was at that level of uh human capability but talk about job security yeah jeez that yeah <laughs> gosh tom brady we just had nate prosser on our uh, podcast it's a bit we had him over at our house former wild player and he has actually has a show called the Pross box about uh about life after sports and for Brady he wouldn't be a very interesting guest no. because he'd be like oh I'm just gonna go make more money and be really good at something else I'm making more money all right yeah. you listen relate yeah I'm, you're listening it's a bet presented by 10,000 takes on the fan really quickly we're gonna do one more round of this all right ding ding do 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 ding do speed round yes with the seventh overall pick in the NFL fantasy football draft for non-football related reasons I myself JJ select and you're gonna like this as a Colts fan kicker Rodrigo Blake and oh yeah he loves Legos he seems like a very authentic normal dude off the field he seems like kind of nerdy but like I feel like I'm kind of a nerd too with with certain things uh, so I gotta appreciate that uh down earthness I should say he just seems like a normal dude off the field yeah, benched last year that's was, pathetic. That was a that was a terrible move by oh. whoever made that call. Frank Reich, GM, Chris Ballard, whoever whoever made that call. Shame on you. Do you hear the be- shame he wants? The yeah, it won't get fooled again. Uh. The best story about Rodrigo Blankenship was when he got the call from Indianapolis. He said, "I was just playing Legos with my wife." Mm-hmm. That's why you love him. He lives a simple a life, human. simple man. That's right. why I like him. All right, ding 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 ding. With the final pick in the fantasy football draft for non football related reasons, Bossman selects. I think I just got to go with Joey B. Joey Burrow. He's a winner on the field and a winner off the field. He's got the drip. He's got the swag. Everything that guy does, people just gravitate to. He's just he's just got it figured out. And on top of that, he made one of the greatest comebacks in sports history by coming back from that ACL, MCL, multiple mm-hmm. knee ligaments yep. tear to almost win the Super Bowl. So yeah. that's a football related reason. But his swag. Yeah, I'm not saying that yeah, stuff right. has to do with it, but yeah, his off but the field still, off the field swag. He's got the early Macaulay Culkin uh lovability, I should say, when you yeah. so all right. Well that was our that was drafting our fantasy football players based on non football related reasons. Coming up though, we have Would You Bet on It? So do not go away. You're listening to It's a Bet presented by Ten Thousand Takes on the Fan. Right, welcome back, folks, to It's a Bet, presented by 10,000 Takes on the Fan. We started off the show with bad beats, sports betting horror stories, and then we just went over what I thought was a very interesting segment where we were doing essentially a fantasy football draft and drafting players for non-football-related reasons. We had to justify why we were drafting players, but 
we couldn't use any football-related reasons like statistics or anything. So that was fun. But then coming up here, we're going to be doing another segment called Would You Bet On It? But right before we get into that, really quick, another event we have coming up beyond our Twins Cup Snake, which is going to be this Saturday, Saturday, August 20th. Monday, August 22nd, we have our second annual 10K Invitational Golf Charity Tournament. All proceeds will be going to Jason and Carly Zucker's Give 16 Foundation, which helps the University of Minnesota Masonic Children's Hospital and the Zucker Family Broadcast Suite. So deadline's coming up pretty shortly here, but there are still a couple spaces, a few spaces left. If you want to sign up a team, you just need to go to 10 k takesmn.com and look for that big beautiful tab that says 10k takes invitational golf tournament and we have more information on there and what comes with uh, your team when you do purchase a team and purchase a slot there will be a dinner and awards afterwards but again all proceeds go to charity it's a good time so make sure you uh, look into that we only have a few spots left a few spots open for that so if you want to sign up and you love golf and charity and and drinking sign up for the 10k golf invitational our second annual coming up on monday August 22nd at the beautiful Victory Links in Blaine, Minnesota. All right. Well, let's get into our final segment of the hour. Uh, would you bet on it? Boss, man, I think you're running with this bit. Yeah. So um, we have a reoccurring segment on this. Would you bet on it? And it's usually obscure sports like cricket and snooker and all sorts of other snooker, weird stuff. Yeah. But this gets it even crazier. And actually credit to casino.org celebrating 25 years. Congrats to them. Uh, this is a blog. Eight bizarre things you can actually bet on from Samantha Beckett. Uh, so here's the intro. Everyone knows the big markets for betting these days are sports, politics, television, and film. You can bet on a much wider range of topics than just those, though. Let's check out some of the weirdest things that you can gamble on from all around the world. So I'll just read each one, and then we'll, we'll discuss our, our thoughts on it. Uh, the first one is UFOs. So uh, the question of whether or not we're alone in a spanning rock in the middle of the universe has bothered people for centuries. Now it's a question bookmakers are earning a profit from. Right now, some bookmakers are offering odds on what year humanity will discover when your what year humanity will discover alien life. Your options can stretch from as soon as this year to 2020 and beyond. So this was written a few years ago. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing if you hammered no, uh, you cashed in on this at least officially. I know the DoD released some documents on UFOs. They and, found a material out of this world or something. Yeah, weird. there's like some flying saucers. Discovered. I don't know. Yep. Uh, we, while the sheer possibility of extraterrestrial life existing is laughable to some but it has become a big business for the bookies so i wouldn't bet on this i think at this point bookmakers are just tricking idiots into giving them money kind of like how you can buy an acre on the moon it's like who's regulating this who's makes the decision it's usually the people who are making the money mm -hmm. or who or, offer or, the money or who know about aliens yeah. yeah like this this is this is not a yes or no black and white type type thing here like with aliens like a lot of people believe they exist a lot of people don't until one of them literally does a live press conference on tv and everyone can verify that it's an actual alien and not cgi or someone in a suit i don't know how you how you pay this out yeah i don't understand how like the yeah the specs work with this but i know that i think there was another weird like oddity like that we we talked about. I think Wiggs brought up on a show episode like a month or two ago about the odds that we get into a war with aliens. Mm -hmm. It's so weird. Yeah, basically like uh, the Battle of Los Angeles come to life. Like like that's that's 
even further like unrealistic i feel like like just discovering alien life or whatever yeah. like is more realistic but i i don't think i'd bet i'm on this. sorry if you're betting on this it's a stupid person like tax. like like i know i listen i know it's the dog days of summer sometimes when you're when there's only baseball but come on don't be betting on extraterrestrial life yeah this but this has become out of hand i don't know who's running that but that that that, that is weird but i'm not betting on yeah it. there's some more realistic ones coming down the yeah. pipe here so we got cheese rolling to clarify this is probably what you instantly think it is this is a sport where competitors must roll a big old hunks of round cheese down a hill the quickest over the finishing line wins incredibly it was reported that cheese rolling officials applied to the international olympic committee for the activity to be officially recognized as a sport and to be considered for involvement in the olympic games needless to say the application was denied yeah oh i that hasn't why. stopped punters okay apparently punters from continuing to bet on the novelty activity so apparently you can bet on cheese rolling which i think would be electric first off if you're rolling a, a roll if you're rolling a ball of cheese down a hill where's the strategy like how do you control that so the game is is like they're 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 rolling a big ball of cheese down a hill and racing against others. Yep, that's the premise. And I, I'm assuming it's like a twisting, turning obstacle, and you have some sort of device in your hand to control where the cheese goes. Because otherwise, you would just push it, right? Yeah, yeah. So you might, you might. I'm assuming you have something to hold it back, or whenever you want to break breaks, essentially. But that's the, they say like specifically which countries this was uh, most popular. I, I, I just feel like this would be popular. This is definitely a Europe thing. I, I was going to say this is probably in the in the depths of Luxembourg or, or like in the valleys of Lithuania somewhere where they're just – or yeah. Scotland. So all the places where they do this, I don't know where they are. Yeah. The, 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 oh, they, okay. Here's one in Britain. There's a okay. Great Britain. That makes sense. But it's got to be a rural area. Like Glow, a rural. Cus- Glow Custer. Yeah, it's just probably some UK. small town or village. That's this UK still... cheese rolling race is notoriously dangerous. I'd imagine so. Yeah, I would. Think... Any any time you involve hills in sports, it's yeah. not going to be good. No. So I, I'm sure there's been injuries or even deaths in this sport. I yeah. don't know. I don't know how big these cheese balls. Do they say? Do they specify how big these cheese balls are? That I do not know. Um, but oh, actually, no, they don't. Oh, I don't know. Still... I you know what I don't uh, I don't I I think I'd bet on this would definitely not participate in it. I'm yeah. gonna run into somebody else or I'm gonna get killed by a cheese ball. I think I'd bet on this too. I think uh, especially if they're trying to apply for this to be an Olympic sport. I love betting on those very obscure sports like that. Like we were betting on water polo. I would love to say I bet on cheese rolling. Mm-hmm. And if it's in the Olympics, like it def- you'd definitely be able to bet on it. And obviously you can bet on it now. But I, I think I'd bet on this. I think I would like to uh, take some analysis. And look into this further and, and see how it works. But I, I I definitely love to say I bet on cheese rolling. Well, folks, you're listening to It's a Bet presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm just reading uh, off from an article, things yet you can bet on that you didn't know you could. Uh, we got the WWE. So World world Wrestling Entertainment is fake. Mm. That is what you've always been known. Sorry if that's news to you. Then please accept our apologies. We, we apologize if you just uh, figure that but, out. But uh, the WWE is in fact scripted but apparently you can still bet on it despite the fact that the results are predetermined uh the match outcomes are more closely guarded than ever before and in circumstances where leaks have happened the bookies will either close the market or significantly reduce odds so i think like yeah you're yeah you're betting on something that's written out by a bunch of people in a room but isn't that the essence of gambling is like mm-hmm. they, those guys could write anything they want 
Exactly. You're, you're, I mean, that's the same with like betting on the Oscars or Grammys. Mm-hmm. It was just a decision made by a bunch of people. It was already a predetermined decision. So, like, it's just obviously not leaked, but it, someone you're, knows you're, the answer. You're not, but. you're not gambling on a, on a sport on the sport of wrestling or the acting. You're betting on what the writers will write, which yeah. is, which is like, you know, it's and not, then it's you, not it, that out of the ordinary. It, you're, you're essentially like. Uh, you're betting on a simulation in a way, like a fight that was already predetermined on a computer, but you want to see it play out. Yeah. Essentially is what's happening. But yeah. I mean, it's big betting on anything. You don't know. So who cares? Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure like the, the odds are still pretty, I'm sure going into a fight, if they're two really very good wrestlers and it, it's still probably a crapshoot in there. And like, well, whoever they decide to win, it's still probably very going to be very close. Like mm-hmm. there's probably not going to be an outright person where to say, oh yeah, I know they're going to make it so he wins it's still going to be fun it's still going to be entertaining right right um all right i have another one bog snorkeling bog snorkeling so there are some countries where bog snorkeling would simply not be possible countries that possess gold and beaches deep blue seas and luscious hillsides fortunately the uk is not one of those countries instead every year when the weather is at its very worst hundreds of competitors from across the globe descend the marshes of Britain to don their flippers and snorkels and participate in the world bog snorkeling championship. Participants compete against each other to compete to uh, complete two lengths of stinking bog water in the quickest time possible. Uh, not only are betting markets offered on this activity, but one year, uh, but one year, a gambling firm even sponsored the event. So Jeez. Ben and Jerry's ice cream also sponsored the competition way back in 2000. So I'm not sure what any of this means, what do you mean you com- compete against each other to complete two lengths of stinking bog water? I don't, I don't know what any of those words are. This how has got to re- be in the how South. they relate to each other. This has got to be in like Louisiana. Like no, this it, is in England. This is in England. This is, so, yeah, this is the UK once again. They're cheese swimming. roll. They're doing cheese rolling and bog snorkeling over there across the pond. So they're like swimming through dirty water. Yeah, I think they're swimming through very dirty water, like, trying trying to trying to find something. Yeah, probably tr- trying to almost like, like the golden snitch in Quidditch. Yeah, or something like that, or, or complete an obstacle course where they their their visibility is very low. That's that's more or less that, what it is. That's essentially what but it ben is. And, ben and Jerry's was a sponsor, and even they they say even uh, a book. Uh, like a sports betting firm sponsored. I guarantee it was like DraftKings <laughs> yeah, that, that, or FanDuel. Like this is really strange. Like I'm looking up some images and I just, I still don't understand what. Like when you what, put, when you put all of those words together, when you put together the words, uh, com- complete two lengths of stinking bog water. I don't know what any of that means. I don't I know think, how those words relate to each other. I think they essentially do laps through like really thick murky water and they try to like, they time it or something. Okay. Whoever has the greatest and they, time. They, and they probably can't go outside of the course. Right? Yeah, exactly. So, they, so it's probably really, really yeah, what do you got dirty and gross. There? So this is essentially what oh, it looks like. Oh yeah. That like. just looks like a disgusting Creek. Yeah, it just it's a very like looks like okay. almost just like a yeah, sewer sewage area almost okay. like so gross, it's, so but. yeah, it's basically like uh Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, when he's like going through going the piles through the of crap. Yep, yeah, that's essentially. That's, okay. It, essentially they made that into a sport. Yeah, all right. Uh you're listening to It's a Bet. We're doing uh some weird things that you didn't know you can bet on. How about this one? This is the last one we'll do. We got wife carrying. The sport, yes, that's right. We said sport of wife carrying has been long uh, seen as novelty recreation with a comedic twang. twang. Uh, however, things have gotten serious in recent years. There's now the annual World Wife Carrying Championship, and one bookmaker is even offering odds on the competition. The sport is now all about honor, prestige, and fitness, but it's still very funny to watch. 
Um, so I, I'd imagine this is like if it's wife carrying, it's almost like when your wife does too many shots at dinner mm-hmm. and uh, can't can't quite walk out on her own power, mm-hmm. and you got to pick her up and carry her there. Or in almost like a battle type scenario where someone's wounded, you got to throw one of her arms over your shoulder and carry her back to the to the Range Rover. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's what it is. I feel like it's like a like almost a battle scene where you're you're throwing over your shoulder, but it's weird that like I could see this being a general sport, you know, with but so specific with wife carrying, like it's your wife. Oh my gosh, sorry. I I googled wife and then the, the letter C and carrying was the first thing that showed really? up. Look at this is like a legitimate competition. This guy wow. this guy's got her over his back. Uh so this is a very interesting Assuming move. they go around a course and they yeah. try to Now Win. Some of the more perverted people would think this is some sort of sex move, but uh, this is a legitimate sport, and it looks like they run through water, they run on land. It's almost um, like a, a not a triathlon, but almost like tough mutter stuff where yeah. they do a bunch of obstacles on land, but you're just carrying your wife the entire time. Oh, they got time. sponsorships like for this. extreme ninja this warrior. This is something, by the way. ESPN the Ocho is probably covering. This, yes, I'd imagine we'll the, have to reach out to them and get more specifics on it. It's it's like extreme ninja warrior or whatever, but with carrying your wife. So the rules of, of wife carrying are all participants must enjoy themselves. Okay, that's that's an interesting that, rule. That just sounds. It's almost like saying everyone has to have fun. Yeah. Uh, the only equipment allowed is a belt worn by the carrier and a helmet worn by the carried. I suppose in case you drop your wife the contestants run the two races paired at two at a time so each heat is a contest itself each contestant takes care of his or her safety and deem necessary in insurance so yeah i'd imagine you had to sign a waiver before you participate in a, in a, in a yeah. competition like this do they say where this is most prominent i thought i saw something this was in like uh, this Russia. is in, this is in finland this is finland these, okay all these finland. things all these things we've read up are in europe i think if i've learned anything today it's that europeans are degenerate gamblers they're degenerate gamblers but I'm here and, for it. and they have they know to have entertainment like all this stuff would be so entertaining to watch mm-hmm. like i'm sure these events are crazy i'm sure they make big festivals out of them and get drinking and you know tailgating for wife carrying yeah you know although i mean tailgating for college football is great and tailgating for football is great but i'm sure in finland they have heck of they have probably huge tailgates for yep. wife carrying for competitions wife, for the annual wife carrying but competition that that was a good bit but yeah well that was that was a fun segment would you bet on it talking about weird events that you can bet on right now if you really wanted to but that was that was a fun list but we had a great show going over be- sports betting horror stories and then doing the NFL fantasy football draft betting players for non-football related reasons but yeah it was it was a fun show and trying to make it entertaining in a time where it's been a little slow betting but getting back into football season and we're getting right back into it but again we are 10,000 takes if you want to follow us, you can follow us on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Just look up 10,000 Takes or 10K Takes. You'll find us all over the place. We're also going to have our own segment on Vikings pregame. Yeah. It's only going to be a couple minutes, but listen for us on Vikings pregame. Yeah, every Sunday. Yep. Yeah. So you can find us there, but it's going to be funny. It's going to be great. It's going to be grandulous. It's going to be beautiful. But yeah, um, but yeah, look look us up on our website, 10ktakesmn.com. That's where we have our events, where we have our fantastic blogs written by our great bloggers. But yeah, make sure you and look up all of our other podcasts on there as well. But we really appreciate you sticking with us for another edition of It's a Bet presented by 10,000 Takes on the Fan. I'm JJ joined by Boss Man. Have a great week, everybody.